City Rev Life Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'll be your host today. And we've got Pastor Craig with us. Hey, hey, hey. We're, we're in a series called Unwrapping Christmas, where we'll be talking about to- where we'll be talking about Christmas traditions. Yes. Christmas traditions. We've been talking a little bit about Christmas trees. We've been talking a little bit about uh, some of the other uh, things that kind of go along with Christmas that get into our culture and how we can um, really have our faith influence the way that we participate in our Christmas traditions that our culture brings to us. So tell me, JJ, what are some of your Christmas traditions in your family? Uh, Christmas traditions? Are you are you the 24th or the 25th? When do you all celebrate? Uh, we celebrate, oh, like Christmas, like opening up the presents yeah. and everything like that? Yeah. The, tw- uh, the 25th. 25th? The morning of the Early 25th. morning? Early morning. Is there a time limit? Is it like, hey, you got to wait until we, a certain time? We try to open or? up the gifts no later than 10 a.m. We mm. want to wake up. Everybody comes to the house. Uh, have some breakfast, yeah. have some Christmas music in the background. Is there a specific Christmas breakfast? Um, there's got to be eggs. Eggs? Potatoes. <laughs> you save eggs for Christmas, <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> cool. Hot chocolate oh, with the marshmallows, oh, okay. some pancakes. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, you got to have those. Yeah, it's just nice. Something. It's nice. Good time. Yeah, it's good, good time. That's some good. Cinnabon muffins. Oh, yeah. Those are good. Yeah, we do the 25th. We do the 25th as well. And, um, you know, when, when I got married, you know, we added on my wife's family and their Christmas traditions plus my Christmas traditions. It's like all day. It's like two days all day. And, you know, you've got like the 24th, the church stuff, Christmas Eve yeah, and our yeah, family yeah, Christmas yeah. stuff. And then like Christmas morning, both sides. And then for a while there, we'd go to her aunt's house and they had like the German Christmas stuff. Oh and you'd gosh. be like, I don't even know what this German food is, but <laughs> all right, let's do it. But it's, it's fun. It's good times. And so... Um, but Christmas traditions is a part of every family and about, um, every culture. And so that's what we want to spend some time talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're talking about inviting others into our Christmas traditions. Right. So what, what does that mean? And why would you say, Craig, it's, it's important? Well, I kind of wanted to explain, I want to go off the wall a little bit. And so when I was in school, um, my school at the time we had, uh, we had a block schedule and there were two lunches for everybody in school. You had a lunch and B lunch, right? Uh, and so for for us, I remember that was like a big deal when we were in school. Is like you you and your friends all wanted the same lunch. Uh, and so I remember one year, and this is like a sad year for me. We had I had a lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like ten forty five in the morning, okay. eating lunch, and all my friends had the other lunch. They had B lunch, and. Uh, I remember I went to lunch the first couple of days and it's always kind of awkward. I don't know if you remember like that. Do you remember that when, when you get your new schedule for school, like your classes would change Yeah. and you don't know who's going to be in there and you kind of like almost your friendships kind of change, right? Cause yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. people, maybe you didn't know that well. If you have a lot of classes with them, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna spend a lot of time with these people. I'm gonna hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I had a couple guys that were uh, in a lunch with me. Right. And I was thinking, yeah, I didn't know him that well. Like we were, we were friendly, right? I didn't know him that well, um, but they were good buddies and they were friends. And they, we had a couple classes together. And I remember just kind of looking for my place in the in the cafeteria in the in the lunchroom and just thinking, who? All my friends, like all my closest friends, were in the other lunch. And I remember going over to those two guys and making small talk and talking with them for a little bit. And they kind of see that I didn't have a place to go, right? And so they're just like, hey, like you want to sit and eat lunch with us, you know? I was like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Right. And so the next day didn't ever want to go, went back the next day, didn't ever want to go, went back. And over time that just became the habit. Like I'm eating lunch with these guys. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And so over the course of this semester, uh, we went from being like acquaintances, like we knew each other and we were to being really good friends, right? Cause we spent every day together eating lunch together and they became really good friends. We became really close. And this is a kind of a weird example, right? Cause we're talking about Christmas, but um, this same concept of inviting others in is a really powerful act and can really change our lives, right? Like for those guys, they were cool. They had their thing going on. They had each other. They were eating lunch. Like they were having, you know, a good time. They didn't need me. I wasn't really bringing anything to the table, right? It was more of an act of kindness on their part. But like, hey, come sit with us. Come join our lunch table, right? In the same way for us as we think of Christmas, right? We think of like the things that we do as a family. A lot of times it's self-contained. Like all I have or all I need is is here, right? Look, like, we have a good time. We have our family together. We do our thing. Like it's it's a good time. And it can almost seem like an imposition to invite someone else into uh, our Christmas, right? So you think about like the the Christmas dinner you might have, right? And you think about like, hey, we, you know, it's it's maybe the parents and the kids, maybe grandparents, extended family. And you're thinking we don't have a lot of like empty seats at the table. You know, we don't need someone else. Like we have a good time. It's fun. It's like our, our family thing. Um, but the the challenge that I'd want to put out there for us, especially as a church and just for, you know, Christians is to not let, to, to enjoy Christmas, right? Enjoy Christmas with your family, like let it be a great time, but to not um, just become so kind of focused inside on your family mm-hmm. that we lose track of the people that maybe could really uh, use an invitation during Christmas time. Like we know that Christmas can be very difficult for people, right? Like if they've yeah. lost a family member lost a spouse or even just, you know, they're, they're new to the area, new in town. Like it can just be hard and lonely, uh, for people. And so sometimes for, um, for some of us, we have such strong traditions and, and, and family and community, and we can be like focused on keeping those and enjoying those that we kind of forget about the outside side world. Right. So let me read a, a verse, a verse for you real quick. This is found, um, in the, in the letter First Peter, mm-hmm. right? So in your New Testament, First uh, Peter chapter four, verse seven. He's writing to uh, Christians, and he's talking about uh, how they need to uh, live their lives now as they wait for the return of Jesus, and really the kind of some of the big, higher level things for them to look out for, right? And he talks about uh, in verse seven. He says, "For the end of all things is at hand. Like Jesus is coming back. He's he's returning one day. Like we're living now for him." Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. He says this in verse 8. Maybe you've, you've heard mm-hmm. this if you're listening. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. I'm sure you've heard that before, yeah. right? Love covers a multitude mm-hmm. of sins. And so the Apostle Peter is saying, hey, w- one of the, the key um, commandments that Peter would give to Christians as we live our lives waiting for Jesus and waiting for his return and we live our lives as Christians is to love other people. And it's so important. He says, love covers a multitude of sins, right? Like yeah. it's it's hard to sin against a person that you love and that you're caring for, right? Like it's hard to be selfish. It's hard to to take advantage. It's hard to neglect someone that you love. So, he, so what Peter's saying here is like, love covers a multitude of sins. Then he goes on to talk about how we can then love other people, right? Like he gives us practical examples. And the first example he picks, like the first thing he says, of how we can show love to other people for this love that covers multiple sins is verse nine. He says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling, right? And if you read through the New Testament and in the Old Testament, 
hospitality is a really, really uh, important quality uh, for a follower of God to have. It is something that um, really reflects God's nature in our relationships with one another, right? Because God has welcomed us in, right? And you think about the New Testament, Christ has welcomed us in, adopted us through his blood into the family of God, like inclusion, bringing people in, hospitality, like this is the nature of God. Like for people like us, sinners who rejected him, enemies of God, he went out of the way at his own cost, at his own expense to bring us in to the family of God. God didn't need us, right? The Father, the Son, the Spirit, they didn't need people. They weren't bored in heaven, but it was out of love and out of care for us, out of our need Mm. that God came to earth, right? Jesus, what we celebrate in Christmas, and lived a perfect life, died for our sins, rose from the dead so that we can now be adopted and included in his family, right? Mm. So a reflection of that for us is hospitality, is to welcome in the outsider, the needy person, the person in our life, um, that really it's not like, oh, what are they going to contribute or bring? And maybe even like this person might mess up like our kind of normal flow, right? Like we're going to have to like add a seat to the table. Like we're going to have to like, change our plans a little bit. Like, oh, this person's coming into town. This person could be like, it's going to maybe even make things feel a little differently, right? Like it's not going to be just our family anymore. And there's a cost to it, right? But the heart of God is a heart of including the outsider into the family. And really that's supposed to be our heart our heart as well as Christians. And man, Christmas is a perfect time for, for us, for us to do that. Um, but, but it can be, it can be difficult. Right. And as we try to think through our lives, like it can be difficult to think through how we, how we kind of play that out, you know? Yeah. So what would you say are some practical steps that we can take in inviting other people? I mean, yes, it, there, there's like you had said earlier, there's challenges, whether it's uh, it's, it's this is a very busy season. There's a lot going on. Uh, people are traveling. Yeah. Um, what would you say at the same time, including all of those things would be um, you know, a, a good takeaways on inviting people in? Yeah, I think for us, um, depending on your personality, right, I think it's easy to think these ways and go to the extreme and be like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to have, I'm just going to invite people from the town to like sleep in my house Christmas Eve and we're all going to open presents yet. Like it doesn't have to be extreme, right? I think you can start slow, but I think what matters the most is um, really putting thought in beforehand of how you can expand your circle and how you can include people into uh, your Christmas. So whatever your Christmas plans are, right? Like if you go to church together as a family, that's like a, a big one, right? Like even that can be something of like, oh, this is our family's time together to enjoy Christmas. But we can invite people to that, right? We can invite our friends and our neighbors and extended family. They can come with us. They can be a part of that. And I would say that doesn't take away from our time, right? That's actually a, a boost to it in addition to it, right? But I also think through just even the other family moments that you might have, like, you know, for our family, when we get... Uh, dinner together uh, on Christmas Eve, you know, if there's someone that we can invite to or the big Christmas dinner, or um, if there is maybe even like extended family that maybe we know, hey, they need someone, could we invite them into Christmas morning when we're unwrapping presents, like whatever that, that moment is, I think it's okay and good and healthy and fine to still have um, those moments that's just for your family. Yeah, like that's right. okay. Like you can you know, like, especially, you know, I think about like now as a parent of young kids, like 
I, that's a beautiful moment, kind of Christmas morning. Here's the, you know, the presents we gave to our kids. We want to unwrap them together and, you know, just enjoy that Christmas morning together. You know, my wife and I and our kids, like that's, that's fine. You have a moment like that with your family. That's fine. You can protect those moments and, and have those moments too. But I would say that as long as you're thinking about how you can include others in and, and making an effort to show hospitality, um, that is living out some of these commands that we see from first Peter and throughout the, the rest of scripture. Wow, that's good. Well, thank you, Craig, for sharing that. Yeah. I hope this was helpful for you guys. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on the City Rev Life podcast. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.